T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Our worries is just that people will be over-promised to and will call 988 and maybe because some of this isn't ready yet, that people won't get the response they need right now and, and that maybe that'll make them less willing to reach out for help in the future. You have reached the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline also servicing the Veterans Crisis Line. If you are in emotional distress or suicidal crisis or concerned about someone who might be... Welcome to WBBM In-Depth. I'm Jill DeGroot. In a national effort to expand mental health resources, the 988 National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline launched on July 16th. 988 is a direct line to trained phone operators available anywhere in the U.S. at any time for anybody experiencing a mental health crisis to help them find the support they need. According to the Illinois Department of Public Health, suicide is the third leading cause of death in the state for young adults ages 15 to 34 and the fourth leading cause of death for those ages 35 to 44. On August 25, 2021, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker signed into law the Community Emergency Services and Supports Act also known as CESA. This new legislation requires emergency response operators, such as those at 911 centers, to refer calls seeking mental and behavioral health support to a new service that can dispatch a team of mental health professionals instead of police. We spoke to Rachel Bagwat, Director of Policy for the National Alliance on Mental Illness, also known as NAMI, to better understand this 988 rollout and the CESA legislation. CESA's job as a legislation is essentially to get Illinois organized making some rules about when someone has an emergency, who responds, how, when, why, is that different in different regions? And so I think it's a really important um, part of the infrastructure. In addition to the funding coming from the federal government, Governor Pritzker committed nearly $15 million to bolster Illinois' statewide 988 crisis response call center. A recent press release from his administration says that callers who are connected with the Illinois Lifeline will receive specialized, individualized support by certified crisis workers 
trained in suicide prevention, de-escalation and stabilization, and other resources. They assert that the Illinois Lifeline will continue to work closely with mobile crisis outreach teams across the state to support anyone who needs in-person intervention by a crisis-trained individual, and that text and chat services will be added to this resource at a later date. Bogwat explains that 988 isn't actually a new resource, but an updated version of a helpline that already exists. So 988 is a three-digit dialing code for um, a suicide and and crisis line, but what it really is, is it's an expanded version of the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And that's important to know because when people talk about the 988 launch, people are talking about it like it's a new resource. And I mean, it's an expanded resource, but it's based on what we call the NSPL, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And that also means it's based on the same infrastructure that the NSPL already had. So there are hundreds of call centers across the country that have been providing NSPL services for many years, what we've done is added new funding, some new training, um, and a three-digit dialing code, which we we think is a good thing. I mean, it's so hard to know who to call when you're having a mental health crisis. So making getting us into a place where we've got an easy-to-remember phone number, I think, is a great first step. Um, and so the idea of 988 is that in a time of mental health emergency, you would have an option of calling this three-digit dialing code and being connected to a trained mental health counselor to talk to in a time of emergency, and for that to be as easy as calling 911. Bogwat also shared some concerns about the 988 process. It's great to have a three-digit dialing code that's easy to remember, but the question is then, who picks up the phone? What happens next? Where do people go? Where can people walk in in a time of mental health emergency to get support same day? And what's the follow-up look like, right? Mental health crisis is not just about the moment of crisis. It's about getting people long-term support and stabilization so that they aren't always in crisis. So it's a much bigger conversation. While suicide is a leading cause of death in the state, the Illinois Department of Public Health reports that since 2013, synthetic opioid deaths in Illinois have increased a staggering 2,736%. There's a lot of different crises that can be had that are not just suicide, right? We've seen a rise in opioid overdose as well. And, you know, um, things that have to do with substance use. We've seen, um, you know, we've seen a lot of different changes across that sector. And so I I think we certainly see the need surging, you know, for this kind of support. But, you know, the other part of it is that we always think upstream of that is like, what, how do we support people before they get to the point of crisis? How do we make sure people have services early so that we aren't just waiting until they're considering suicide to help them out. Another critical issue Bogwat mentioned is the growing shortage of mental health providers in Illinois. The other problem is that we didn't, you know, suddenly create more therapists and psychiatrists and supporters of mental health just because there's more people in crisis. And so we've seen a serious issue with, you know, workforce crisis in our sector. We've seen a lot of people not able to get help, wait lists. And that's, you know, something we we really have to work on because if people are reaching out for help, we got to be there to help them. Overall, Bogwat wants people to know that there are options if they are experiencing a moment of crisis. There are all sorts of mental health helplines and hotlines and crisis resources available. You know, they're still in the building 988, and it's a good resource. But remember that, you know, services like our lifeline, like, um, you know, domestic violence or rape crisis lines, trans lifelines, all of these services are still available and they all complement one another. And so the most important thing is that if people are 
not feeling well, whether they're at a point of thinking about suicide or whether they're just really struggling, you know, the most important thing is that you or your loved one reaches out for help and you should do that to whoever you feel comfortable doing and, you know, wherever you have that trust, you know, and that's why there are so many options available and that's a good thing. We wanted to reach out to members of the community to get their feelings about 988. Mostly happy to see some sort of movement towards a more universal mental health resource, more accessible mental health resource. But I think that's definitely changed after looking into it. That's St. Taylor, a 22-year-old Chicago resident who says he has some reservations about using 988. Pretty concerned about some of the confidentiality aspects of it, especially knowing how disproportionately affected minority groups are um, as far as mental health crises. So I'm definitely worried about confidentiality and the involvement of law enforcement. And I all, I still don't think that it's, I guess, I don't think that it's supplementing mental health treatment at all. I think it's just more of a mobilized version of the chat lines where they will, in best case scenario, get people connected to other resources that will be better able to help them. It also has the potential to lead to a lot of harm and a lot of misdirection, um, which is kind of scary. Taylor also believes that mental health funding should be placed back into communities of need. In the end, I feel like some of those funds are being rerouted to law enforcement anyway, in sort of this roundabout way. So I think we could definitely be funding more clinical programs to get people trained um, to work in mental health crises and help communities and sort of be putting that money back into communities of need rather than into this crisis line. Taylor's experiences with lack of mental health resource accessibility and lack of overall representation inform their decision to pursue a career in the mental health field. I think my own experiences with the lack of mental health resource accessibility for sure have informed that choice and also lack of representation. There just haven't been many Black or BIPOC people of color therapists that I've come across that have been accessible to me um, or able to speak to my needs. Um, So definitely that has informed why I'm going into mental health care. Uh, But I also think resources like this are a big reason why I'm going into mental health care because I think a lot of misguidance comes out of them and there need to be more people equipped to help steer these resources in the right direction, I think. Illinois resident Julie Phillips previously worked as a phone operator for a substance abuse treatment center and says she never had a good experience working with the previous iteration of 988, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Sometimes when people are seeking substance abuse treatment, they are in crisis often. And it was our policy that if someone was having, was indicating during the course of the conversation that they were having suicidal or homicidal thoughts, or if they were in serious emotional distress to the point that we were not equipped to work with them, 
our policy was to connect them with suicide crisis helpline. I never had a positive experience trying to connect a client to the the crisis line. I was hung up on one time. This hotline operator told me it was my problem. Sounds like a personal issue, hung up. I had them more than one occasion argue with me and say that this person is just being melodramatic because they think you'll give them a bad faster. According to data from the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, the Illinois call volume increased 65% since 2016, and only 30% of calls in Illinois were answered by in-state operators in 2020. When calls were rerouted to centers out of state, Illinois callers in crisis often waited two to three times longer and received fewer linkages to effective local care. They were also more likely to abandon their calls altogether. Reporting by the Wall Street Journal found that one in six National Suicide Prevention Lifeline calls end without ever reaching a counselor. We would successfully get someone transferred over, then the caller would be rerouted back to us in less than 10 minutes, just like pass back over. And it's because we didn't have the training to do what we assumed the crisis hotline was there for. You know, there's all this dialogue about how they're very well-equipped, like they're the experts in how to handle these situations, and we were not. So it was a little bit astounding that it was on a consistent basis when I had to follow our policy that it was so poorly done from their end of things. I mean, mental illness and substance abuse disorder can happen to literally anyone. It needs to be treated with dignity and it needs to be treated with respect. I mean, everyone does, but these people are like at the lowest point of struggling. The 988 FAQ page states that the Lifeline does not currently have the capability to directly trace callers or chat and text them in the way that 911 providers do. Instead, it routes callers to the nearest center to them in their network using their area code. However, this routing is often imprecise because most people seek help through mobile devices and may be in a location that's different from their area code. As far as police dispatching goes, the FAQs state that calling 988 does not automatically dispatch law enforcement. However, the Lifeline recommends crisis counselors contact emergency services like 911 or the police for assistance in cases where risk of harm to self or others is imminent or in progress. If we're going the route of the crisis hotline is a middleman to police, we at least need to have police be heavily effectively trained in the ability to not react in a crisis when someone is like already reacting in a crisis. I work in a library and our de-escalation training and our empathy training and, and the training that we go through for working with people of many different backgrounds, it's amazing. It's incredible. And I feel like all public servants would benefit from that. 
The FAQs also state that each 988 call center will be developing their own training curriculum that incorporates the Lifeline's clinical requirements and meets their community's specific needs. I am very skeptical about it. I'm I'm leery about it. I mean, I have a low level of confidence that it's really going to be any kind of meaningful change. I'm concerned that it will be easier for people to push that narrative. Oh, no, it's easier to get a hold of them. And, you know, there's this kind of social media performative, like, you won't know if tomorrow's going to be better if you're not here for it. Call this number. And it's like the bare possible minimum thing you can do. But I don't know if that outward shortening of the number is actually reflective of internal organizational structural changes that are necessary to make what actually is an excellent idea an effective idea. Despite reservations about the 988 hotline, Bogwat wants to remind listeners that this marks progress in creating a better system for mental health care in Illinois. Really, we're trying to talk about not just what is happening, but also the vision of what it could be, right? And, and always trying to remember that this is a step forward, but that we have so much more work to do. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of WBBM In-Depth. We'll be back next week covering another headlining topic. Until then, subscribe to us on the Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. WBBM In-Depth is an original podcast production, produced, written, reported, and edited by Jill DeGroote and Lauren Brown, with editorial direction by Lizzie Baumgartner. I'm Jill DeGroote. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.